Welcome to this super special edition of Mind Cassettes, the weird music list-making podcast from three bickering idiots. Uh, this special episode is our first episode based around just one person who we like to call an icon of music, but who in their right mind would in, would base an entire podcast around a drummer? <laughs> who would base their first musical icon <laughs> podcast around a drummer? We would. We would. And that drummer, Mr. Travis Landon Barker. Here to talk us <laughs> here to talk us through our favorite tracks from the eclectic dude with the lightning fast sticks are our very own enema of the state, Michael Gaskell. <laughs> and all the small things. Oh, <laughs> Mr. Richard Eaton. I'm Chris, a famous stars and straps foxen. Let's go. Let's go. How are you doing, boys? <laughs> yeah. Uh, to be honest, I, am good. I, I think I preferred our uh, drum <laughs> drum nicknames. Hi hat foxen even and uh <laughs> Hi, Hat Foxen. <laughs> this isn't meant to be a, a Blink-182 show, is it? It's meant to be a Travis Barker show, so we should have really done my suggestion. Yeah, we should have done your suggestion, but uh, so I thought they were just funny. Go on, tell, <laughs> tell the listener what your uh, suggestion was. So we're doing, a, uh, we're doing a podcast around the drummer, so I'm sure they would have been named after drummers. So Chris was Hi, Hat Foxen. Michael was Snare Drum Gaskell. And I was Richard Cowbell Eaton. No, no, let's be honest. Your your suggestion was Travis Barker's girlfriend. <laughs> oh, yeah, there was yeah. that as well, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I was Harry Chris Hilton Jenner. Fox. <laughs> oh, you were Chris Jenner, you're right, yeah. <laughs> I don't think you ever went out with Chris Jenner. <laughs> <laughs> we came up with this before we did any research into the guy. All we knew is that he's a shit-top drummer. Since we've done a bit of research, it turns out he's a pretty deep guy as well. Yeah, yeah. So, Travis Barker, why are we doing this? Because you asked us to. <laughs> <laughs> I think the, I think, I think the question is, why not? Yeah, why not, man? Seriously. Definitely, yeah, yeah. I think, you know, if we're going to start, like, you know, basing an episode around one person, like, I don't think you can start any better than this, personally. Um, so, yeah, what we've done, we've each picked five of our favourite songs that Travis Barker's played the drums on. And fuck, there's a whole heap to go through, man. This was so hard. So many different styles. He's just, he's done everything. He's done absolutely everything. Like, all the different genres. He's just done thousands he's, of songs. He has got so many drumsticks in so many pies, hasn't he? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So, we've each picked five songs. We each, we're going to play a bit of that song, you know. Uh, oh, Michael's got his notes up, boys and girls. Let's cut the reading for the rap, man. I'm going to too back, Ross. <laughs> oh, <he's not> <laughs> that was a little intro for you to input. I thought you were giving me an auto cue. I thought, all right, I'm not doing this very well. He wants to give well, you were like, has anyone, got, has anyone got any Travis facts? I haven't got a single one, no. I've got five Travis songs, though. <laughs> Have you got any Travis facts? Yeah. So, do you want me to run down some Travis Barker facts for everybody? I knew you'd be there with the facts, man. I'm so happy about this. So, Travis Landon Barker. I don't know how we pronounce his middle name. London, Landon, Landon. You've got to put a cockney twang on that. But, uh, <laughs> That's clearly Australian. <laughs> 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 anyway, Travis, born November 14th, 1975, is an American musician, songwriter and record producer. He serves as drummer for the rock band Blink-182, or 182 for the English people. Uh, he often uh, collaborates with hip-hop artists, rap rock groups like Transplant, founded rock bands like Plus444, Boxcar Racer, and most recently joined Anti-Mask and Goldfinger. Um, and, and even has done some like drum and bass and uh, mashups with uh, DJM, which we'll, no doubt we'll touch on later on. And he's actually been named one of top 100 greatest drummers of all time. 
according to Rolling Stone's greatest drummers. He was actually the first punk drummer to appear in that list. What, what number was he? So yeah, he has moved past it. <laughs> I actually don't know. That. I actually don't know. But the thing is, with that is, though, like, surely it's going to be like jazz drummers and stuff at number one, isn't it? Because some of them are ridiculous. Like, I, I, I assume it's probably going to be Buddy Rich at number one. I don't know. But, uh, 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 John Bonham. Uh, John Bonham. Yeah, John Bonham. Every yeah. time. John Bonham, yeah. Um, well, yeah I mean, he's, he's moved past Dale's punk roots. Like, early days... Late 99s, early 2000s, was Blink-182, Plus 44, uh, Boxcar Racer, all of those. Stop very... naming bands we're going to talk about, you Does, We're going to talk about so much in this, so it's fine. But, I mean, he's moved past that punk, hasn't he? Got, he's gone into pretty much every genre you can think of. I mean, I can't even name one that he's not, maybe some blues, but, you know, he's got his own TV show, he's got his own uh, clothing range, he's a devout vegan you know he's worth something like 50 million dollars this this he is literally i don't even know what i'm gonna finish that on just something else he is and once you've got you know a mind cassettes episode dedicated to you i think that's when you've made it isn't it yeah you've made uh, it yeah 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 yeah. so far this is sound like a shit episode from you two i just want to get into the news that's what it's all about but travis we'll pull it back for you pal i'm sure we'll pull it back for you I think it sounds great. I think it sounds awesome. <laughs> right, should we should we get some music on the go then? Because it's just you know, cheer up little poopy pants up there. Right, should we have a little uh, a little bit of a music taster then? Um, you were talking about this um, Travis Barker and DJ AM thing. Now I had a look, I watched like a sort of ten minutes of this and it, it blew my mind. So um, yeah. talk us through what you're about to do. I mean, I mean, this is this is bonkers stuff. So Travis. Uh, and DJ AM, a.k.a. Adam Goldstein, off of Crazy Town, got together and did some, some, live, some live music together where, where Adam was mixing and, and, and doing a bit of DJing and at the same time Travis is on drums and they've done like a couple of hours with the sets and together they called themselves Travis DJ AM um, and a couple of uh, like mashup albums called Fix Your Face and I just thought it'd be great to have a listen of these. To be honest, we're going to start with something insane. Literally, you couldn't guess what's next to come. Stakes are higher than ever with this start. Go on, let's do it, man. Let's do it.
yeah, that was uh, Travis and DJM and Coachella 2009. And like I said, there's a couple of hours worth of uh, music online that is just uh, Adam and, and Travis mixing and drumming on drumming together. And some of the songs they go through, it's mental. Like how they join together, like Public Enemy and uh, The Beatles and then next, uh, you know, Metallica. And, and then a bit of gossip. It's, it's absolutely crazy. If you if you're into some like massive mashups, there are a couple of hours worth of videos to watch. I like it. I like it. I also like that I didn't have to bribe you to play Metallica song. See, I thought I thought you just play Metallica songs there just to ease you into the fact that this is predominantly going to be a pump a pop episode, but without us saying it. Uh, yeah, true, true. I mean, I've got one pop punk song. I think uh, maybe two, maybe You've two. Right, Michael. I think we'll let you go first. Then we'll let you go first. Since you dropped all the um, all the facts, you know, since you've done the homework. Okay, let's start. So my number five is from Travis Barker's num- uh, solo album, and that was uh, "Give the Drummer Some" and from 2011. This album, and it is is the song that actually, if you search Travis Barker, is the one that gets played the most. And it is something else. It is not what you would expect from punk boy Travis Barker. It's let's go. It, this is this is fucking leading the lights of all the hip hop community. It's like Yellow Wolf, Twister, Busta Rhymes, Lil John in one track, and right at the end of it, which is what I really like, you get this little Blink One Eight Two effects on it. You know, pretty much the Blink One Eight Two self-titled album. And if you listen to the track right at the end, you just hear those sounds coming through. It's great. Nice, nice. Let's get it on. Let's go. Everybody, a movie never seen a hitter with another. Let me get up, everybody, that be moving with you. When your mark, are you ready? Let's go. Wow. Okay, here we go again. You see the wind I'm blowing, and I'm like, I'm a name, motherfucker, by my nose. It's me, and I'm sick in the prognosis. Got more bars than Johnny Five, and I put you behind them like how to yoke it. I can make a mama really proud to know me. And you broke daddy, it's time to know me. Give me 50 bucks or 50 bucks just to be in one of my videos. Yeah, homie, let's go. I've listened to that song about 20 times now and I've never picked up on that drumming before. That's incredible. Well yeah, picked yeah. up, dude. And, and right at the end, that, that it's like... Choo. Yeah, that, that was Blink-182 self-titled album, pal. All over it. Well, well spotted, what, mate. What do you think's faster? Buster Rhymes is rapping or um, Travis Barker's snare hitting? Not snare, the um, hi-hat hitting. Don't you have a pedal for the hi-hat? I mean, I don't know nothing <laughs> about drumming, but not with the hi-hat. Well, I know that, but, you know the hi-hat's the thing, isn't it? The hi hats are two things that the two symbols that smash together, aren't they? I thought yeah, you still have, to, you still have to smash them. It's, 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 it's quite clear that none of us know about drumming here. I mean, Richard's probably the closest. Not the hi hat, you have to smash the hi hat. <laughs> you can't just use the pedal. Let's <laughs> close it and open it. Wait, you, can, you can, you can, but when you close and open it, it goes. Oh, it does. It just goes. So when you hit it like open, it goes. When you close it, it goes. 
That's all it does. It changes the sound of it. <laughs> Open hat, closed hat. Yeah. I'm not convinced. We, we should, right, maybe, uh, maybe we should have done some homework on actual drumming before we start talking about drum. I think the only person here that's actually played a drum kit is Richard, and, and I'm sure we'll get yeah. on to the story yeah. of how his uh, drum career ended later on. We don't need to answer the story of how it ended. Well, yeah. how much of this are we cutting out now? Are we, have we just cut all that out? Probably. Yeah. No, no, that's not, that needs to stay in because that was brilliant. Yeah. Just absolutely no, was that terrible? <laughs> so what do you think what do you think's faster Buster Rhymes is rapping or um, Travis Barker on the high it is def- definitely Travis Barker he's miles faster than uh, Buster Rhymes yeah okay so, Buster Rhymes is pretty fast he is fast he is fast so going into my number four and, and again something that's a little off piece a little bit of music that you would not expect from our punk boy Travis Barker and that is uh, a, li- a little collaboration he did with none other than Steve Iorca and Global Dan and this is a song called Halfway Dead. I've got no facts for you from it, but I can tell you it's from 2020. That's how I like it, baby. Just play the music. It's going to be pure pop punk for you after this, isn't it? You're just getting these out of the way. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just, just giving you a little taste for something different, and then and then it's pure pop punk. <laughs> Let me do that one. Oh, start it one more time. You messed up, I flexed up, can't stress this hard enough Misleading, I'm bleeding, these walls have boarded up Conceited, so neat You were saying so, that that's heavily pop punk, but to be honest, I reckon that's more of got a bit of EDM electronica vibe to it. None, mate, none. I said that I think if we're gonna get some Steve Aoki EDM dance thing, and that is the most pop punk song that's ever been made. <laughs> ever. <Yeah>. That is <laughs> That is more pop punk than Lit's uh, My Own Worst Enemy. That is the <laughs> pop punk song there. Fair enough, fair enough. That's, that's the most pop punk song ever, ever made. We appreciate you trying though, to get a bit of differential songs in there, but you just can't mask what is a hundred pop punk with EDM. I think, I think, I think the biggest thing on that is Global Dan sounds more like um, Machine Gun Kelly, to be honest, doesn't he? Oh, I'm sure we're going to get onto him. I'm sure we'll get onto my friend. I'm sure, Machine we're going to get onto your friend, my your friend. friend, my special friend. Well, this is my favourite part in my notes where I wrote this word. Me. Me. <laughs> <laughs> don't know what I did. I wrote, I wrote these notes yesterday and I just wrote the word me. That means um, it's his so, turn to talk about his first two songs. <laughs> it is my turn to talk about my first two songs. Uh, right, so I'm going to go in for, uh, with number five. Now, this is a, like a very, very new song 
um, which I found actually doing the research for this. Um, I knew that Trippy Red was going to be doing a, you know, an album with Travis Barker, but little did I know that like appearing on this album was one of my favorite singers ever. And that is a uh, Mr. Chino Marino from Deftones, Team Sleep, Crosses, Come Stakes, and millions of other projects. Uh, honestly, this song is it's really good. It's got this uh, really nice Deftones feel to it. Uh, Triffy Red's got this amazing, unique voice as well that just blew me away. Um, it's down to tempo, you know, it's a, it's a trippy trip hop song. Um, and honestly, this song has got no business having such a complicated uh, drum beat on it. So, so yeah, from his uh, 2021 album, Neon Shark versus Pegasus, uh, which is an extended version of his 2020 album, Pegasus, this is Geronimo by Trippy Red featuring Travis Barker and Chino Marino. that you put that sort early on in your selection because I wanted to hear a lot more than just 30 seconds. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, but uh, no, I'll explain more once I get once I get into it. But yeah, that was that's my number five. It's, it's so new as well. It's, it's so new to me that it's not, you know, time to sort of seep itself into my uh, into my system yet. Okay, uh, my number four then. Keep with the tradition of going heavy pop punk with our number fours, like you have. <laughs> um, so this is the first, here we go, this is the first Blink-182 song to appear on this episode. I'm sure it won't be the last. Um, so I'm not going to dig into Blink too much yet because, um, you know, I'm sure we're hearing them and talking them, talking about them, sorry, quite a bit. Uh, for me, personally, this is uh, Travis's best performance in Blink. It's absolutely ridiculous. It's probably my favourite Blink song as well. Uh, from 2001's Take Off Your Pants and Jacket, I've gone for Every Time I Look For You. That question, too blind to see tomorrow, too broke to beg or borrow. Young and stupid, left wide open, hard so No time apart will give you a few more months to argue. Is this too much to live through? It always seemed too far to drive the point home. Send more letters, pray tomorrow ends up better. Can't Insane. tell you how much that entire album, how much joy that brings to my life. That album, <laughs> it means yeah, so much. Easily my favorite Blink album, and yes, 
probably my favorite Blink song, and it's yeah, I think it's Dan Travis Barker and that. It's just it's it's mind blowing, mind blowing. Uh, Richard, do you want your go? Yeah, I'll, I'll have a little go if you don't mind, boys. I'll have a little go. Um, so number five, and it was so difficult to put these into an order, guys. I can't even begin to tell you how hard it was to sort of figure this out, but. We're going to jump straight in there. We're going to go with the classic Boxcar Racer, which I know we've mentioned several times. Uh, we're going with There Is from their album. Uh, a couple of interesting quick things on Boxcar Racer. Uh, Tom decided to create this band to be a bit darker and a bit moodier than Blink because they didn't think it would um, sit right with the, the Blink faithful, if you will. wasn't emo roll back, roll, roll back 10 years and you've got the Blink self-titled album, which is probably the most emo, <laughs> emo album you can get, as discussed earlier. It's funny that you should say that because... Every time I listen to to this, uh, I immediately start singing um, down. It, it down, just seems yeah. like this is the same song. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, yeah, I, I, the song. Like, oh, sorry. No, I don't know if it's like because they they expected Blink to just sort of stay on the path that Blink were on. You know, with um, you know, with the you know their fun pop punk, jokey the albums, and they sort of didn't, did they? Obviously, they. they Sort of matured a little bit. I, I think I think what's happened on this one is Boxcar Racer released this probably six months or twelve months before the self-titled album, and I think they heard this and what Tom and Travis were doing, and were like, you know what? That's the sound that we should carry on in Blink. <clears throat> I think that's probably what happened. Is it really that close together? Because this was released in two thousand and two. When was the self-titled yeah, album? Two thousand and three. Was it really? Yeah. Wow! So that was a massive change of like pace, considering. Yeah. He wanted to keep it separate and then just dropped it. Anyway, but this, this particular one was written with Travis and Tom, so it's got a bit of Travis loving in there properly as well. Let's give it a go. seconds then it barely yeah. even started yeah because I wanted you to do a bit of Travis drumming yeah, you do it's the yeah. fucking Travis drumming yeah. show yeah. but then we'd have gone to some vocals and then <laughs> as soon as it started just cut it off yeah boom job done it's the drumming I'm down show. with that yeah I'm down with that fair enough fair enough yeah, I'll I think, let it you know, I think Tom Dillon's Tom Dillon's nasally lyrics you know the, the catch that you have to listen to to get the good drumming <laughs> <laughs> Tidal waves, they rip right through me. And I'm going to put this out there now that I preferred that Boxcar Racer album to the self-titled Blink album. 
part of... I, I don't love, expect an answer. Yeah. You need to go away and listen to it. But yeah. it, it is better. It's a fact. It is better. Anyway, next song. Song number four, bitches. This is quite possibly my favourite Blink-182 song. And yes, we're back to Blink already. And we're only, what, six songs in now. We've Blink twice. But here it is. Here we go, motherfuckers. It's the party song. Released off the Enema of the State album, which was Travis's first uh, recording album with the band. He joined in 98, and this was recorded in 99. Um, it's a quite an interesting song, actually. It's about starting to dislike, uh, if you've got a crush on a girl, and she starts trying to try a bit, play a bit harder, you know, to like make you want some more and stuff. I never really had that problem, ever. So, yeah. Here we go, motherfuckers. <laughs> Let's play the song. This is proper blink subject matter. Oh, this is good. <laughs> Yeah, you, 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 he didn't mute us, so um, I got you singing most of that. <laughs> <laughs> leave it in, leave it in there as it is. That's that's how it should be. The party song. Oh, it it. Uh, no, it did mute. It muted on my side. So, yeah, oh, that's a shame. Yeah. Tell me now that you don't listen to that song. That and Andrew WK just before you're about to go out for like a party. <laughs> <laughs> There's the two songs that you crack the party, on. Party anthems. Party yeah, the two anthems. party anthems. And maybe Vengabus. <laughs> and steps which leads me on to my number three <laughs> <laughs> Michael actually go on you're number three then sir you're number three my number three moving a little bit further away from pop punk this time actually a little bit further away for a little bit of scar for you so how about none other than you know the band that I talk about probably the most on here, a little bit of Goldfinger, a little bit of a John Feldman for you. Okay. Uh, so this is from the 2014 album The Knife when Tom, when Travis, this is from the 2014 album when Travis uh, started playing with Goldfinger. Um, and this is Who's Laughing Now. Uh, this Goldfinger has pretty much become a massive supergroup now. Can't, I mean, he's got he's got John Feldman from Goldfinger originally. We've got Mike Herrera. We've got Travis Barker. This is pretty much a supergroup. Um, so I thought it'd be great to show a little bit of Scar and a little bit of uh, Goldfinger. Sorry, are you telling me that Travis Barker is now an official member of Goldfinger? Yes. And Mike Herrera? 
Yeah, Mike and Travis. Damn, are... that is a pretty super fucking band. It is. It is. It is um, what, what's the other bloke called? John Feldman, the lead singer. <laughs> Fuck off your dick. <laughs> I, I walked straight into that one, didn't I? <laughs> uh, For those who don't know, Michael talks about. <laughs> John, John fucking Feldman. Feldman. John fucking Feldman a lot. A I'm, lot to me and Mr. Faxon. And honestly, at first, I never remembered who the guy was. So now it's just a running joke <laughs> between me and Mr. Faxon. We're just like, who the fuck is this John who? Feldman? He's, he's one of the John biggest Feldman. pop punk and ska producers. And and every band we listen to, he has produced. You still don't remember? Well, I do now. I wind you up. <laughs> <sighs> Anyway, let's let, let's give this a listen. This is some some Travis Barker and a bit of scarf. Just had the greatest idea ever as well. Travis Fest. Oh. So, in all the bands that he's played with and plays, continues to play with, and he just drums pretty much constantly for two days, and we just get all these massive bands, massive artists that he's collabed with. It'd just be fucking insane. Could you? Could you? Yeah, like... and we'd have a dead Travis Barker at the end yeah. of it. Yeah. I mean, that guy would need so much methamphetamine just to stay awake for two days. He could handle it, I'm sure. So, so be- before we move on, I, I, I've got some questions. Um, I haven't really noticed drums as much as when it's featuring Travis Barker. Do you know what I think about this? Now, I, I don't know if it's his style or whether it's just whenever he's being featured, amp up the drums to 11. I, I definitely think, notice drums, yeah. I notice drums. I just think you just bypass them because you, you're more of a, like a guitar and lyric sort of kind yeah. of kid. So, I'm bass. Yeah, yeah. No, no, it's, it's, you know, especially sort of as a metal fan and stuff like that, you know, like drums play a massive part in metal. They're, you know, really important, especially, you know, like Slipknot, I've got three drummers and stuff, you know. Like, whoa, 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 really hang on, hang on, hang on. They've got a drummer and then they've got a guy who twats a beer keg with a baseball bat and another guy who twats a bin with a stick. Those two aren't <laughs> drummers. really drummers, are they? Let's be honest. <laughs> They're drummers, man. They're drummers. In that case, I'm going to take my pen and tap my laptop, and now I am a drummer. Right. Yeah. Hey, but watch your eye. Either. Watch your eye. <laughs> oh, fuck <laughs> you, man. So, so it's not just when Travis Barker plays that they turn it up to 11? Uh, no, I think you hit the nail on the head earlier when you said it's sort of his, his style. I Honestly, I do think, like, this... Like especially after doing this and after listening to so many of Travis Barker's songs, I think now if you presented me with a song, uh, I could probably you know pick out oh that's Travis Barker drumming there. I do think he does have a he does have a very sort of specific style. Um, I don't know it, it sort of works with all these different genres of music as well, but um, yeah, I do think this definitely is his sort of style. It's very sort of 
cymbal and snare heavy. Uh, sorry, hi hat and snare heavy, and you can really hear it. You can really hear the sort of the speed and his little fill, fills. It's like um, like in trap music, they have sort of a, like I don't know, sort of like a clicky sort of noise through it. Uh, but it's you know not not like in metal where you know that's the bass drum doing that. It's sort of um, sort of in the background a little bit. And, uh, yeah, I think you can really tell with him. I don't know many drummers that can do it sort of in real life and <laughs> not like a drum machine. Anyway, that's that's why I think you know I might be completely wrong. Right in, right in. Send us a letter if I'm wrong. A letter, not <laughs> a message, not an email. A letter, handwritten with your fucking quill and ink <laughs> pot on in a Cali piece of parchment. <laughs> No, you can use a pencil. I'm, I don't. I don't judge. You can use a dirty crayon. <laughs> dirty crayon, brother. <laughs> uh, but yeah, do you know what? Honestly, though, for, for me, this is this has been the hardest it's ever been picking songs for a uh, for a podcast. Like picking five songs from this. It's because there's so many different genres. No, Michael's not really picked so many different genres. He's just gone for pop punk. But like, it's just labelled as different things. Honestly, like, the the bands and the songs that I've left out of this are unreal. But um, yeah, yeah. So this sort of leads me on to my song three. Um, and again, like I did um, with the emo episode, I don't know if I've put my favourite song at number three again, which doesn't make any sense. Um, but it was just it was just so tough. Uh, right. So my number three it comes from a band called Fever Three Three Three. Oh, maybe that's why I put them at number three. Maybe it was like a subconscious ah, thing. Ah, there, uh, Yeah, yeah, I saw three, three, three. I thought, oh, they only need to go with three. Anyway, they're, um, they're a political rap metal band from Inglewood in California. <laughs> already, they should, probably should be my number one. Um, pretty pop-punk to me already, pal. <laughs> <laughs> also, somewhat of a super group, but not into, you know, the, to the same sort of uh, thing that, Goldfinger have become uh, but their first EP actually featured Travis Barker throughout it and uh, this is the first song from that EP uh, it was actually nominated for uh, the best rock performance at the 61st Grammy Awards uh, losing out to Chris Cornell's When uh, when Bad Does Good you can't compete with dead dudes so um, anyway yeah my, uh, my song number three is A Made and America by Fever Free 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 We are America! 
<laughs> I I am ninety nine percent sure that you're trolling me with these sound, with these uh, time slots that you've been giving me because it seems like every time you've gone play it from zero to one minute. One minute is when the song really kicks in, and you're expecting me to cut it and me be the bad guy. <laughs> Yeah, you bastard. That was just kicking in. That was just kicking in. <laughs> <laughs> no, like, I, I think, that, you know, we want the, the, the best Travis bit, surely. That's what, that's what I look for anyway. Exactly. You know? This is all about the drummers today. So, yes, you're quite right, pal. Yeah, so fuck you. <laughs> fuck you. Go on, Richard. Let's have your, uh, your number three. Uh, no, you see, this is... I hope you've record. pissed him off with the time bit. I hope you've pissed him off. <laughs> I've no idea. I can't remember. <laughs> I, I don't even know how to pronounce this, so I'm just going to give it my best shot. So it's F9 Milli, open bracket, you and me, close bracket. Fabulous. This is uh, with a fucking number nine, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Don't be a dick. The nine's an A, family. Is it? Yeah, and I'm the granddad. <laughs> how is Why did you put an A? What? You've, anyway. got, you've got to ask Lil Naz for that one. Why did he put an A? Cut that, Michael. Cut all that out, Michael. Don't cut any of it. That's beautiful. <laughs> uh, so my uh, my song choice number three is "Family You and Me," where he collaborates with Lil Nas X. "Family," funnily enough, has got a number nine in it, which I am led to believe now by my two glorious co-hosts. But that's actually meant to be an A. So if anyone can explain why a nine is an A, please do. Uh, <laughs> it's the same as how the the five in the F in five is a five, five, five. Okay, <laughs> anyway, don't talk about boy bands on the Travis Barker episode. <laughs> we could talk about superhero bands though, because he was a member of Aquabats before yes. leaving them and joining Blink. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. anyway, we're digressing again, boys. We're digressing again. Uh, this song is an absolute banger. I love it. I only heard it when we started doing research into the depths that Travis has uh, plunged, really. And this song kind of takes them both out of the comfort zones a little bit. Lil, Lil Nas X actually described this song as a Disney song. So I went away and listened to some Lil Nas X. And yes, this is definitely a Disney song compared to his uh, normal stuff, which I'm quite a big fan of, actually, now. And um, there's like a country song. I can't remember what it's called. Fox song, come on. Help me out. Country song, what's it called? Oh, it's um, Old Town Road. Yes, that he does with... Um, Oh, what, Billy Ray Cyrus, I think it Billy is. Billy Ray club. Cyrus, yeah. Yeah, yeah clubs yeah. that on. Really good song. But this one's better. Clubbing with Travis. Um, and Lil Nas, if you're listening, I'm a uh, UK size 8 trainer pal. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't think they're allowed <laughs> to sell them, let alone send them off for free. So uh, you're not going to get any. Oh, no, I think they can only sell them and send them for free, can't they now? I think they've yeah, been... Yeah, they, uh, can. they can't sell them, but I think you can get rid of them. I don't know, who knows? Who knows? It's copyright law. Don't mention the name of the brand of this trainer, though, for fuck's sake. That's it. Got it. 
sounding song it's a great song honestly when we sort of um, you know when we share the songs with each other that's the one that really sort of stuck out to me I thought it was going to be a little higher in your list but um, I know what your others are to be fair so yes <laughs> it's d- difficult now man it was difficult but because it like was. you said you're free on, on your first one because it's only just so new to me I can't really just smash it straight into the top no no and do you know what I probably would never even listen to that if you didn't put it onto this list um Yes, and I'd never listened to it if I wasn't researching Travis Barker so heavily. Oh, look, we've all won. We've all won. Yeah, everyone's a winner, <laughs> Even if though. no one listens, you know, our lives are better. <laughs> our lives are better. Right, well, we've somehow managed to scratch and claw our ways to uh, to our number twos. So, Michael, Michael, what's your, uh, what's your number two? So, my number two. You're just deciding now, aren't you? You're just deciding now. <laughs> I, I'm not just deciding. I didn't have it. I just had it hidden somewhere up in my middle of this. To be honest, I've not got that many facts around it because I, there's not really many facts around it. But this is it's another super group. But this time it's with so it's punk, hip-hop, a bit of ska rock in there. And it is with none other than Tim Armstrong and Rob Aston off of Rancid. And to be honest, I really struggle with myself on which song to play because... I love transplants and I was I was there 50-50 on DJ DJ but in the end I settled for Diamonds and Guns and this is from 2002. Uh, it actually made number 19 in the US charts and number 27 in the UK charts which I'm surprised about. I didn't actually think it would have made anywhere in the UK. But to, yeah. to be fair, I thought it was only me and you that never like really heard of them. So that's interesting. And it got somewhere in the UK. Uh, yeah, this, uh, I, weirdly enough, I also uh, I got a letter. I got a letter in, you know, from from uh, a you know a big fan of Blink One Eight Two, a big fan of uh, Travis Barker. I like to think a big fan of Mike sets, but maybe not. Maybe not. Anyway, so this is from oh, my uh, from my friend. We got fan mail. Oh, fan mail. Yeah, that's cool. I did tell him he could appear on a. I told him he could appear on an episode when we talk about boy band. So I think he got. Uh, he got excited. Oh, so you mean you bribed someone to send some mail? Anyway, this is from. Uh, this is from Dan. You've met Dan before, Michael. Oh yes, Dan. Was, Dan, he played I Bret he Hart, t- didn't he? When we went to your um, <laughs> your your stag stag do. Yeah, yeah. He was Bret Hart. That's the one. That's the one. He's crazy. And I also told him that he can be on this uh, podcast when we do a boy band episode. Yeah, that makes sense. Sure. He's he's definitely the, that sort of boy band person I can imagine. <laughs> I don't know how you're going to take that, but uh, yeah. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> His letter says, so it says, good evening, slash good morning, slash good afternoon. Um, hello, Mr. Foxen and friends. <laughs> how little he knows. <laughs> friends, these two are my friends. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you little cotsick. Come stick. <laughs> He didn't write any of that. That's, a, that's my that's my ad living. So <laughs> wow, wow, a Travis Barker episode. First of all, great choice of episode. Secondly, thanks for maybe accepting a song that I've chosen. Smiley face. He didn't draw a smiley face. No, no, he actually wrote the word smiley face. <laughs> oh my god, your friends, you, your friends are definitely from 1944, aren't they? <laughs> okay, we're slightly older than you, man. Shut up. <laughs> don't listen, Dan. Don't listen. You're, you're awesome. Anyway, but let's face it, this guy could feature on numerous floors in the crazy house, a dance floor in King Street, or a festival field. Um, would imagine Blink is very, very heavy in this episode. A personal favourite for me for Blink, also for the video, is First Date. Magic. Also love the greatness of Boxcar Racer. But today, tonight, this afternoon, I'm going to mix it up and say Transplants, Diamonds and Guns. 
And then he put, woo-hoo! I said, you know, he could, uh, if he had a request and something that he'd... Um, that we'd honour him. And, uh, man, he's already picked one of his songs, so get in, get in. Does, does that mean Michael is a man of the people this week? We've not done the man of the, none of the people for a, a while. No, because it always turns out to be you. Well, no, clearly not, because Michael has actually clearly won this week of I man am. of the people. Yeah, before we've even yeah, put yeah. the episode out, he's a man of the people. Before, yeah. Well, one person at least. I mean, when the episode hits and you get listen, my number one. Listen, that's like 100% of our audience, so come on. <laughs> Anyway, I, 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 yeah, I digress. Woohoo! This is uh, Diamonds and Guns by Transplant. Chose the wrong one, but I can't. No, because it's definitely think, the right I one. I think that is the right one for Travis Barker yeah. drum testimonial. When when it comes to transplants, DJ DJ is my favourite song. But I thought, and, and mine. In, in terms of Travis Barker's drum, this is <clears throat> this is definitely the the number one. Yeah, I'd agree with that personally. Yeah, I I prefer that song personally, but um, I, yeah, I love it. I do, do like them both. Really do like them both. Right, uh, my number two then. Right, so, you, you, you know, I think you, you sort of know me a little bit now, you know, you know the sort of things that I'm into, the sort of things that make me tick. Mm-hmm. And if you ever told me that at any point, I'd pick a song by somebody called Machine Gun Kelly featuring somebody else called Youngblood and had it at number one in a list I've ever made, I'd call you an idiot. And until midday today, this was at number one. This was at number one. I changed this just today on my, on my lunch break. I changed this it to number because one. You're I worried, you're worried about all your little wizarding friends from the metal community ganging up on you and abusing you for putting a Machine Gun Kelly song as your and Youngblood as your number one. You bottled it. Yeah, you've let yourself down. Just think now, what is my number one? You know what my number one is now. So 
He's number one, but probably get more abuse from his wanky wizard wandering friends than than this one would. Wanky wizard wandering friends. <laughs> yes, metal fans. Metal fans. <laughs> fans of the metal. Who? <laughs> wanky wizards. Oh my god. Anyway, yeah, this song is fucking ace. So shut shut up, both of you. All right. So anyway, um, is... he is. I am not a fan of Youngblood. I I kind of feel like he is. Um, he's jumping on that bandwagon of the uh, uh, androgynous sort of semi semi female, semi male look. And, and I can't tell whether he's just trying to be a, a modern day boy George, modern day Rolling Stones. Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> I 100% do not think that Youngblood thinks he's a, a modern-day David Bowie at all. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think what he's trying to put himself out to do is to be just Youngblood. Youngblood, this strange, weird guy from Yorkshire who's... Um... <laughs> he's just, yeah, I think, honestly, I really like him. I think, you know, I, I'd love to have a night out with him. I think he's hilarious on, like, social media. And, you know, he has done some really mint songs. He's done a song with uh, Bring Me The Horizon, in particular, just coming to my head, called Obey. This is proper good. Proper good. <laughs> anyway, on that, apparently, when uh, when they made this song as well, Machine Gun Kelly and uh, Youngblood, Youngblood freestyled his verse, recorded it in 10 minutes, and then got off. So make of that what you will. <laughs> make of that what you will. I don't know if he had, if he had somewhere to be. <laughs> I don't know what he was doing, but yeah, yeah, just finished. <laughs> yeah, maybe it's all right to not like him. <laughs> Anyway, um, yeah, this song is I Think I'm Okay by Machine Gun Kelly, featuring Youngblood and Travis Barker, obviously. And uh, yeah, I think it's fucking ace. Watch me take a good thing and fuck it all up in one night. Catch me, I'm the one on the run away from the headlights. No sleep, up all week. Tell that something's wrong, but I guess it's just my life And I can take it if I wanna, but I cannot hide in hills of California Because these hills have eyes and I got paranoia I hurt myself sometimes, is that too scary for ya? Watch me, take a good thing and fuck it all up in one night Catch me, I'm the one on the run away from the headlights No sleep, I'm a week wasting time with people I don't like Boom, where were we? <laughs> Richard, I believe we're at your uh, 
Number two, your turn. Okay, so I have wrote a speech on this, right? So I'm going to read it word for word. I don't want any interruptions. I don't want any negativity about it. And I sure as shit don't want any questions. Here we go. <laughs> all hail the all-conquering pop-punk heroes. Who would have thought Machine Gun Kelly, who I knew nothing about other than Eminem had some beef with him for something I don't know about or care to find out about, would together revitalise a genre which I am most passionate about and bring it back to the centre stage where it belongs. This song comes from the fourth best album ever made in the history of music and was released only last year in 2020. And that is World War Three by Machine Gun Kelly and Mr. Travis Barker. No questions. Sir Travis. Oh, Sir Travis Barker. My Travis Barker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, know why, I know why you said no questions, because I've got about 400. Yeah, I thought you might. That's why I said no questions. <laughs> yeah, I, I. why didn't you choose one of the other five better songs? No, there, there is no better song on this album, right? The whole album is a complete masterpiece. I love it song to song. I chose this song because I can play the full song in my allotted time slot. Fair enough, fair enough. <laughs> my question is, fourth best album of all time? Fourth best, yes, correct, yes. That wasn't really a question, that was more of a statement. <laughs> more of a statement, which I agreed is the fourth best album of all time. Thank you, Mr. Foxon. No, no, it was, it was a question. <laughs> oh, it was, oh, was the question, it's, what, it's, what, what was one to three? <laughs> no, 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 no. I can, I can give you one four. to three if you want. Four. I don't care. <laughs> I can give you number three. I can give you one three to three right now if you want, Mr. Foxon. Not a problem. Not Green Day album. Warning, album number one. Album number two is One, Mary Star of the Sea. Nice. Album number three is Blink One Eight Two, Take Off Your Pants and Jacket. Number four, Machine Gun Kelly takes to my downfall. You can't argue with those with that as a top three. I mean, maybe yeah, you can. Yeah, you can, but they are they are some shut up metal man. Let's uh, let's let's give World War Three a little listen. Get a full listen. It's amazing. Love Machine Gun Kelly. Love Travis Barker. We just had two Machine Gun Kelly songs in a row. Um, so, you know. Row. And, and you wanted to put Machine Gun Kelly song as your number one, but you bottled it. Uh, I didn't bottle it. No, I didn't, I didn't bottle it. I just changed it today. I changed it today. Um, and, the reason why, and the only reason why it's not number one for me is because I'm going to try and make a point with my number one song. <laughs> a political point. No, I'm joking. Nothing, nothing political. I couldn't give two less shits about that, but you know, it's interesting. Political point. You have just said that it's the fourth best album of all time. 
It is the fourth best album of all time. And nothing you, know you can say or do will change my mind on that. Until their second album comes out together, which may push it down. <laughs> <laughs> Please make a second album. I, I'm just a little bit gutted that now we're on to our number ones, that we couldn't have had... I mean, Travis Barker's appeared in and featured on many singles, but further than that, he's actually appeared in videos. It wasn't in one of P. Diddy's videos... And unfortunately, yes, he was. He, we couldn't class it class it as a, a song that he's been in because he was just in the video. Um, who else was he in? Eminem, Rihanna. I mean, there's like so many more songs. Songs that he's remixed, like Soldier Boy, Crank That. I really wanted that in my list. Why yeah. didn't you? Don't don't come bitching about it now. This was your choice. I'm stand all, by your all choice. All I'm saying is there's that much diversity and that many options in Travis Barker. We 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 should have done we should have done a feature length episode to be honest. Well, the amount of editing you're gonna have to do, pal, it's practically <laughs> a fucking feature length episode. We're on an hour and thirty eight now, and we've got to the final song. We're an hour and twenty eight. Okay. Well, I, I think yeah, you know, for me it was like you know I, I picked my favourite songs that he's appeared in. Exactly what I've done. Yeah, yeah. It was difficult because he's done an awful lot. Um, and yeah, like I, like you know, like I said, there's so many songs that I haven't chosen. You know, like um, I, I put a song by Amy Shark in there that uh, uh, Richard really shouldn't have been caught. Shouldn't have been caught. Yeah, to, uh, to be honest, I've left that song in the playlist. So anyone that's interested, click click the link in the uh, description to get to our playlist, and you'll you'll have that little special bonus. Uh, actually, on that point, there is a there's a, a special bonus at the start of that, and it's um, today that we're recording. Uh, it's unfortunate that, that, that someone world famous has actually passed away. Uh, and no, I'm not talking about Prince Philip. I'm talking about DMX. So at the start of this uh, playlist, you'll see a little uh, little tribute to DMX. Good stuff, man. Good stuff. Yeah, yeah. Sad day, man. Sad day. You know, all three of us fans of DMX. Um, anyway, moving on, man, moving on. Um, so, yeah, let's go on. You're at your, uh, your number one, Michael. My number one. I don't think I've pl- played any Blink-182 yet, so I've, I've gone with a Blink track that is heavy drums, and I absolutely love this. And I, to be honest, I don't think it's, it's really one of those big duck Blink songs. Uh, and it is from the uh, self-titled album. Not as good as Bot Car Racer's album. I mean, each their own, each their own. So it's from 2003, self-titled album. And um, it, 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 it revolves around that paranoia and miscommunication. And it's, I think it's a real psychological like type song about hostages. And apparently there's a, there's a little start of it. There's the spoken world. It's like a bit of an interlude that's done by uh, Joanne Wally. Um, and it starts at the start. My darling, I write this letter to you. And it goes on and on. Yeah, yeah it's brilliant. And it's, it's, it's fucking chilly. Yeah, she's, she's reciting some World War II letters, uh, some World War II yeah. love letters. And, and, and apparently, so uh, Travis recorded the drum track um, in a rather unusual way. So he did it piece by piece. And, uh, so basically, they, they did the drum track before they played music, but he did it on a, on a super compressed tape machine uh, and then sped it up to normal speed. So... There's like these real weird effects in it, and it's it's very different. But yeah, I, I think it's it's pretty proper cool how they came up with this. And and to be honest, I just love the the name uh, Stockholm Syndrome. So yeah, this is Stockholm Syndrome by Blink One Eight Two.
Yeah, so apparently they did, they did the vocals of that singing in a shower, and that's how they got that proper unique uh, reverb in, in there. Nice, nice. I, I remember actually now, and obviously we've touched it before, and I thought this album came out a lot later than it did, but I remember we were at high school at the time, and the absolute pure excitement waiting for this album to drop after after Take Your Pants Off and Jacket, and, and somebody leaked uh, the first track, Feeling This, off the song. Remember? Remember? Yeah, yeah. And it was just like fucking incredible. Yeah, and it's, it's, I absolutely love this album uh, from Blink. And you know what? It's I actually, love it. The, it, it. That song is actually Mark's favourite Blink 182 song of all time. Really? I think it's because it's so different. Yeah, it is. It's pretty special. It is. In fact, the videos to all the songs from that album as well were incredible. Yeah, yeah. It, it was a great album. It, I think it's very much underrated. Still I think Box Cars is better. A really good showcase of um, Travis's skills, are, I think, the album more than you know, more than the, the two before it. It was, um, I think, he'd come into his own then, hadn't he? Yeah, yeah. I think for the first for the first few albums, even the stuff we did with Plus Four Four and Boxcar Racer and Angels and Airways, was he in Angels and Airways? I get I get no. confused. I get confused <laughs> no, about which ones. From, I get confused with which ones from Blink One Eight Two are in all these bands because. To me, they just seem to be incestuous. <laughs> yeah, he's uh, from from about 2010. He really starts coming to his own and, and starts producing his own and moving out into different genres. And it's it's just it's crazy. Like from this album. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. So there we go, man. That was your number one. I like it. It's a good choice. Yeah, as as a showcase of you know the man's talents, you know I think it's probably it's probably the right Blink 182 song, you know, from from the ones that we picked, you know, to showcase him, like you know, it's it's. Nowhere near my favourite Blink-182 song, but yeah, really good showcase of his skill. One thing to talk about that we've not really talked about is is Travis's home life and or, or really life outside of uh, his career. It, it Was it 2008 he had a plane crash? Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And literally they thought, this is it, he cannot, he can never play again. Like 20, 20 odd surgeries he had. 65% burns, so bad that at times he actually bribed his friends to kill him because he, he could not play. He was in such a bad state, he tried to bribe his friends to put him out of his misery. Uh, like, so bad that the amount of operations he had and needles he would have injected into him have caused blood clots and cellulitis and he lost feeling in both arms. Yet he's come back from that. And that was 2008. So that was probably around the time that we were talking about just then where he then became... He, he went from being Travis the drummer to being Travis Barker, one of the greatest drummers ever. And he, like, stepped it up in his life. Yeah, yeah, of course, yeah. And, like, you know, arguably his best work came after that. Yeah, exactly. Which is mind-blowing, which is absolutely mind-blowing. And the fact he'll still get on a plane. Massive bollocks. <laughs> yeah. Massive balls, I mean. <laughs> You're the one flying, but I think if I was in a crash, uh, that would probably put pay to my flying days. <laughs> Especially something like that. Especially something yeah, so... Yeah, horrendous. Yeah. Yeah, horrendous. So, yeah, fair play to the man. I think that's, you know, that's, you know, what, what, what more can we do? You know, we're giving him a whole episode, you know, we, you know, we all love him equally, I think, you know. Absolutely. Yeah, what a guy. Okay, okay. All right, so uh, so my number one. Yeah, so I don't know if I'm going to get any sort of stick for this because it's really, it's not typical for me. And I'm going to, you know, sort of explain why I've picked this as my number one. I don't uh, want an explanation. I just want you to play it. <laughs> and let the fans decide. <laughs> no, I'm going to explain myself. I'm going to explain myself because this song, it's, uh, you know, it, it's a slow pop song. and uh, But the drums completely steal the show. They completely steal the show. They like they just become this whole set, 
separate entity of this song. It's just, yeah, it changes everything, changes the whole dynamic of the song. That's why I picked, you know, the, the sort of timestamp I've had because she starts singing, then the drums come in and it just changes the entire dynamic of the song. And the drums just become so important and so special. And honestly, and when the singer is Skylar Grey, who's got this angelic, amazing, beautiful voice, to steal the show from her with a drum kit, that's honestly, I don't think there's a bigger achievement that you, that you can have. For me, honestly, like Skylar Grey, I think she's one of the most underrated people in music. Like, I mean, the biggest song that she's probably most well-known for is um, I Love The Way You Lie, which she co-wrote and originally recorded, and yet it was made massive by Eminem and Rihanna. Um, yeah, I think the song that. was given... Yeah, she wrote that. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Wow, her version's beautiful. I mean, it's nowhere near, you know, to the level of the, uh, the Eminem version. She actually has done a couple of songs with Eminem, uh, some really great ones, some with, like, loads of sexual innuendo on it. I think <laughs> Ride My Bicycle, like that. Um, ah. yeah also uh, you know I'm coming home with P Diddy um, that was using her the chorus from that she sang in that and that's another song that she did um, so yeah I think honestly she should be far bigger than she is um, but that said the album that this song came from um, a second album it didn't really get very you know it got quite bad critical response and it got very sort of mixed reviews uh, and many people saying it was like the collaborators in the album that, uh, that made the album um, you know, I'm probably saying the same thing here as I've just said that Travis Barker steals the song in this song. So, so I mean, <laughs> there's some truth for that. I've just realised what I've said. <laughs> but uh, yeah, for me, this song it just works so well. I think they sound great together. Um, yeah, and it's become number one in the hardest list I've ever had to do. Uh, so yeah, from 2013's "Don't Look Down," uh, this is Skylar Grey featuring Travis Barker, uh, "Back from the Dead." and that you're all Mr. Metal and stuff, but you do have a very wide range of musical taste. Oh, I do. And I, I love that song, yeah. And yeah. I think the people who probably know you know that about you. Oh, and that you're not just a metalhead, man. Yeah, yeah, no. I, maybe I, I played the wrong. 
But I fucking unlike, know. Unlike, unlike Michael, who likes to pretend that he's into fucking everything, but chooses five pop pop songs. Got to be honest. I, there was two of my songs at Fox and Chores. Uh, Chino Marino one is a f- fucking example of the one I wanted with a trip. But you know, you, you've you've got to take you've got to take the battles when you can, and uh, a bit of kayfabe in here. <laughs> Richard, you're on last, man. You're on last. You're the main event, as it should better be. be because it better be good. Well. You know, this has been a fucking amazing list. There's no doubt about it. Every song has been incredible. Uh, and, we've, and we, you know, we, we've all shown off his absolute depth and breadth of variety that he can play to. Uh, and what Mocky says, he's just an incredible drummer at the end of the day. Um, a pretty decent but, dude as well. <laughs> so, sorry? Uh, yeah. And a pretty decent dude as well. A pretty it? decent dude at the end of the day, yeah. Um, but for me, uh, where he truly excels is in his live shows. Because you get some drummers who can give it all in the recording studio and flop like fuck on the stage when it comes to the point that matters. Um, but this guy, seeing him live, it was fucking incredible live. Um, they did the live album as well, which when I was, <clears throat> I think it was back in 2000, it came out originally. There was a massive wires tail going around at the time that the album's not released in England. The Man Overboard album, the live album, sorry, the Tom, Mark and Travis show isn't available in England. So, you know, little old, you know, 11-year-old me was there streaming it from Kazar and LimeWire. One day, HMV, several years later, going through the old uh, rock bits, skipping through the old alphabet A to B, but right to Tom, Mark and fucking Travis show. And then today I was doing my research for the songs and I found out that actually it was released in the UK and it got to number 69 in the charts, the album. So my entire life up to now has been a lie about this album. <laughs> I was going to say that. I was going, is that true? Oh, so I lived in Germany and it was fucking everywhere. <laughs> yeah, no, it wasn't true. But I could never find it and I just heard rumours from people that it was only released in America. Bastards. Um Look at the difference of the world we are now. It's only released in America. Oh, it doesn't matter. It's going to be on Spotify. It's cool. it's on Spotify. Yeah, it, it all gets released at the same time. Yeah, it's, it's incredible now that the world has become a lot, much, much smaller place in our lifetimes. Oh, it definitely has. Well, look at this. We wouldn't, we wouldn't have been able to do this 10 years ago, speaking to Mish, trying to record a podcast in Spain. True, yeah. You, you just wouldn't have done it, so thank God for Spotify. <clears throat> but this song is uh, it's Don't Leave Me. It's, it's not my favourite Blink-182 song, but live, the drums in this are just unbelievable. It's just pure, raw energy all the way through. How he does it for a two-and-a-half-hour set, I do not know. I'd be a puddle of mud on the floor of me after, like, the first 33 seconds, just dying and panting for breath. But I hope... So, everyone listening, please, this, this is an amazing song. Crank up your stereos now if you're in the car, your home, your office, fuck whatever else in the office thinks. Crank it up. You'll get through your day with this. It's just incredible. Stop me. 
that's I mean that's an amazing end to the show. I think uh... yeah, you know, I think if you picked that song, I'd, I'd be like, no, why are we going to close the show with that? But the fact that you picked the live version of it, I listened to it back um, the other day on the, when you put it on the playlist. Of course, that's got to close it. Of course, yeah, that's it's... just that's a, that, that's how you close the show, boys. <laughs> a happy ending then. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, to close up, you know that was that was really really hard to do. That was the hardest one, easily that we that I've had to do personally. Anyway, but but not in a negative way. No, not in a negative way. And I really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it. And like you know, I've got I've found so much more new music from this as well. Like stuff that I probably wouldn't have listened to. I don't know. Well, I, I don't know. Maybe I would listen to it. But it's yeah, it's really really broadened broaden my horizons a little bit more still not sure i made the right choices but you know i made the choices they're my choices and i'm happy but i don't you know a big run the jewels fan i didn't uh, choose run the jewels um he's done a song with Corey taylor and you know Corey fucking taylor didn't <laughs> yeah. even get a mention unbelievable oh yeah <laughs> i'm not quite about my love for that man <laughs> but yeah yeah still what a fucking great playlist so so off of that what are we doing for next week well we need a, a day off first I think you know, maybe two weeks time <laughs> yeah so we're getting good at. Uh, uh, so after that what are we doing for our next episode are we doing a bit of precursor to the next episode oh I like what you did there I like what you did there very clever very good play on words uh, that would mean anything to some people <laughs> <laughs> So are we thinking, are we thinking, you know, <laughs> hip-hop? <laughs> it's the motherfucking D-O-W-G Snoop Dogg! Yeah, but that was only released in 1998, no, I, think I think it's more of a 2000s. You think it's earlier? Yeah? yeah, that's why I said precursor, because I think, uh, oh, you know, okay. what, what influenced Dr. Dre and Snoop Dogg? So are we going to sort of go with the golden age of hip-hop, uh, you know, from sort of the late 80s to the early 90s? I don't so know. let's what clarify, it? 85 to 95, yeah? Go with 85 to 95, that works for me. Bit of yes, East Coast, East. West Coast hip hop, some some, some ah, proper mo- some proper musical eras. Let's get back to what we were doing. Some eras of hip hop. Let's do. It. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure we'll visit another musical icon at one point. Um, Dave Grohl. You know, Dave Grohl. I, I mean, that's a, that's as good a shout as any. Yeah. I've got a lot of love for the drummers right now. A lot of love for drummers right now. <laughs> oh, we could do uh, you know Corey Taylor since we didn't mention him. Oh, we could do a bassist, Mike Herrera. Oh, yes, yes. Because he, uh, like I said, he was in Goldfinger, wasn't he, with Travis Barker and somebody else. <laughs> Some dude. <laughs> but yeah, one step at a time. So yeah, I think uh, hip-hop, you know, maybe a bit, a little bit out of our comfort zone, but it should be fun. Really fun. I'm sure we can find some really, really decent music from that uh, from that era as well. Just one second. Anthony, I'm going to need your help with this one, pal. So if you're listening, come in for you, Rev. Carry on. Well, I hope you all had fun. Uh, you can find us at Mind Cassettes on all the social medias. You can find me at Mr. Foxen on just Instagram. Don't do anything else. That's it. Anything else, boys? I posted my first picture on Instagram today. Ah, congratulations. Is it your Travis Barker? No, it's my picture of old man Mr. Foxon. Oh, a picture of me. Yeah, is, is, this, is this where we struggling on uh, trying to connect to um to yes. Skype? Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Oh, it's from today. Wow, that's your first <laughs> picture of me looking like an old man. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I'm happy about Sorry. that. Sorry. <laughs> 
And on that, uh, and on that bombshell, love you all. Peace.